Welcome to Unconference, a design plus diversity podcast about diversity, design, and the marriage in between, where we will chat about design plus diversity and all the things related. Whether you are a designer or a design hobbyist in many of its adjacent or subfields, we're here to break down all of the details and solve the hard problems with you. I'm Tim Hikes. In this episode, we want to do something a little bit different. We want to pose a question, give you a little bit of information, some data around the question that was posed, and allow you some time to think about it, to pose your answers and your thoughts, and allow you to submit that information or your thoughts, your answers to the next episode, whether it's the direct next correlating episode or a few episodes later, it'll be part two of whatever that episode was in which we were trying to get that information from you. Today, it's our first chance or our first opportunity or our first iteration in trying to engage you more. Let's start off with the question at hand. So it's part question and part scenario. I was told that you don't have to worry about diversity if you hire the best person for the position. Think about that. You don't have to worry about diversity if you hire the best person for the position. I asked the individual to clarify more to make sure that I had a good understanding of what he was talking about. So he told me, If you take all the portfolios of the individuals who are interested in joining your organization, you remove any extra information that identifies sex, race, orientation from the portfolio, lay them all out on the table and select the person based on their craft, how good they are at the thing that they do that you get from their portfolio, then you do not have to worry about diversity because you hired the best person for the position. I want to give you some more information about the idea that was posed to me. And I want you to think about what do you think about that? Do you think that's correct? Do you think that's incorrect? What are some things that was missing that could make that more accurate? Or what are some things that were missing that could make that absolutely false? Yes, you can think about the equal opportunity employment laws and all that other good stuff. But think about that to answer the question. While you think about that, I want to arm you with some information. So this resource will be in the current episode at the bottom in the resource session. It folk, it's Well, this resource is from and it was created by the Harvard Kennedy School Women in Public Policy from the Gender Action Portal. And it's a study on the blind orchestra auditions. These auditions take place to help reduce the sex bias in hiring for orchestras. I want to start with the introduction and then I'll follow that up with reading the findings. And then we'll end this episode. We'll just leave that with you so that you can ponder about that and submit your questions. The introduction. The difficulties associated with providing and addressing gender discrimination in hiring processes have presented policy makers with a major challenge over the past few decades. 
In an attempt to overcome gender bias hiring, a vast majority of symphony orchestras revised their hiring practices from the 1950s. Many orchestras opened up their hiring process to a range of candidates rather than only hiring musicians who were handpicked by the conductor. As a result of these changes, most orchestras now hire new players after about three rounds of live or recorded auditions, preliminary, semi-final, and final. Additionally, as part of these revisions, a number of orchestras adopted blind auditions whereby screens are used to conceal the identity and gender of the musician from the jury. In the years after these changes were instituted, the percentage of female musicians in the five highest ranked orchestras in the nation increased from 6% in 1970 to 21% in 1993. Given the low turnover found in most symphony orchestras, the increase in female musicians is significant. In this seminal study, the authors examined whether these new hiring practices were responsible for the increase observed in women's employment in symphony orchestra. The findings. Blind auditions for symphony orchestras reduced sex bias hiring and improved female musicians' likelihood of advancing out of preliminary rounds, which often lead to tenure employment. Using screens to conceal candidates from the jury during preliminary auditions increased the likelihood that a female musician would advance to the next round by 11 percentage points. During the final round, blind auditions increased the likelihood of female musicians being selected by 30%. According to analysts using roster data, the transition to blind auditions from 1970 to the 1990s can explain 30% of the increase in the proportion females among the hires and possibly 25% of the increase in the percent females in the orchestras. In short, blind auditions significantly reduce gender bias hiring and the gender gap in symphony orchestra compositions. Now we have a little bit of background. We have the question at hand. And I want you to spend some time thinking about that and answering. If you would like to submit an answer, you can do that through the website at podcast.designplusdiversity.com. That's plus spelled out P-L-U-S. And you can go to the About tab and you can go down to Contact. In Contact, you have a selection there that says Episode Q&A. And you can submit your comments, questions to this episode there. Please identify that you're referring to Episode 2. You can also contact us on Twitter or Facebook. And we will try to make sure that we get all of the answers that are appropriate for the next podcast together and we'll read them and then I will deliver my thoughts at that time. So I look forward to seeing what you all come up with and I look forward to hearing all of your answers. (laughs) Thank you. And that is it for Unconference. Please subscribe to Unconference wherever you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss a single moment. And give us a five-star rating and review. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Unconference Podcast. You can also follow me individually on Instagram and Twitter at Timothy Hikes. And then you can follow the conference at designplusdiversity.com. That's designplusdiversity.com. 